0: Bye. the We geek podcast today is july 12th uh we're of course on the n.fm um my name's adam joined by my good friend
1: logan hello what up man and how's your week been i've been crazy been a crazy awesome week weekend in particular it's fantastic oh yeah yeah at uh at statesville comic-con on saturday it was it was a blast
0: Oh, how was that, dude? Did you get me any, pick-up anything?
1: Uh, I got a couple things. Um, I got a couple wood-burnings. Uh, one Star Wars, one Supernatural. Um, the mm-hmm. Star Wars one's just like a little plaque, and it's just the it's just a Han and Leia in profile from Empire. I love you, I know. Uh, I was like, yeah, oh, that's cool. And the the Supernatural one is the kind of the unofficial logo, and uh, it's got their family name on. It says Winchester, established 2005. Which I thought was funny, oh, uh, and it's a cool. it's a pegboard for keys. It's got little hooks on the bottom and everything. That's uh, awesome. And they were like they were surprisingly cheap, because I, I thought that I thought that was going to be like fifty bucks. So I was like, oh, which one do I get? But mm-hmm. uh, they were it was tw- it was it was half that. It was twenty five and the little plaque was ten. I was like, sweet, I, that I I can do both of those. Rock on. Uh, that's awesome. And uh, stopped by. There were, there were tables there from I don't know how many different comic shops in the area. Uh, our local one, R&B, had their table in the corner. Um, mm-hmm. There were some... I think there was one from Hickory. There were a couple from Charlotte. Uh, and there was there was one in the corner that had these really awesome prints. And I grabbed three. They were eight apiece or three for 20. I was like, well, screw it. I like two of these, so I'll just grab a third one too while I'm at it. Um, one... Was like a, a a poster, like a recruitment poster for the Night's Watch, and it was oh that's cool. It was really cool. Like it was an old style, like kind of when you see like people are doing like fifties posters or something, mm-hmm. uh, and that was cool. And then they had uh, two prints that were based off of comic books, uh, and they were both wrestling related. Somebody had done uh, She Hulk number one, but with Becky Lynch, and somebody else had done I can't remember exactly which one it was but it was a cover of suicide squad that had like all the like the heads on each side like the lineup kind of thing oh wow and uh they had that for bullet club for the first incarnation nice and those were yeah those were awesome but uh yeah it was cool my uh my hand hurts I, i i wore i went when i went the uh the first time Cause I went and I got stuff. I wore the hundredth episode shirt, and then because oh, nice. I posted the I posted the pictures of the wrestling prints that I got to the group that mm-hmm. we're in, and everybody was like, right. "Oh, dude, did you get a car? Did you get?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" So one like the one place I didn't get one from. So by that point, I'd gone home and I was like, "Oh, I gotta go back." So I grabbed my Bullet Club shirt and went over there, and I was there like five minutes the second time, and I mm-hmm. started to get a cramp in my hand from having to too sweet everybody. It was, oh, nice. <laughs> it was, it was great. Like all of this, like, like, I don't know, like a dozen different people came up to me. I was only there, like I went through, I still had my wristband, just went right in through and back to the dude in the back and had to wait. He was helping somebody. And then, cause he had the cards behind something. It was, I guess, cause it, it, instead of like just leaving them out for people to take, it was like, oh, if you ask, you'll get one, but you know, yeah, whatever. But uh, That's awesome, man. It was it was packed. It was absolutely packed. And and so many cosplayers. We didn't have we didn't have, I don't know, a handful when they did it in February the first time mm-hmm. around. But for this time, like you it was insane. Well, I would say half of everybody that was there was in, was, was cosplaying. Was, That's so awesome. It, it was fantastic. And not just like, you know, it wasn't somebody who was doing a Team Rocket thing where like they just threw a shirt on over some black pants. Like, right. they, you know, there was there was all kinds. I mean, from from everywhere. I mean, you had we had people from Street Fighter. Like I saw Chun-Li and Cammy. We had, mm. I think, three different doctors. Uh, I saw who was there it was wow. 11, 11, 10 and four were there that I saw. And just I mean, just all kinds. You know, little kids in costume too and everything. It was awesome. It was it was really freaking cool to see in a town of twenty thousand people, you know, this kind of especially a a, a fairly rural ish town to see yeah. just a huge embrace and the surrounding area. Like this is this is a fairly it it's not a a a wide open farm country kind of area it's more like Mm -hmm. industrial country kind of area but to see like all of that love for for everything nerd was just awesome it was so cool
0: Mm -hmm. dude that's awesome that's really awesome to hear yeah like I, i was looking at their um their facebook page looks like I guess there's a place around there called R&B Games, Cards, and Comics. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: that's our that's our local place. Yeah, they're on. Uh, oh, okay. They're off of East Side. They're actually right next to the theater, which is which is sweet.
0: Is that the place you go to?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's oh, what, okay. Yeah, it's the uh, the only one we've got here. They actually they were in a small place on Broad Street, and then they had to move because they needed a bigger space. Oh, word. So they had to they had to move to a different. They had to move closer to the theater because that was that had the size space they need and it's it's a really cool place. They've they've got a huge area for cards. Like they they've got tournaments all the time going on. Oh wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it looks like, Dude, places like
0: that are awesome. They're the um I went since we've last been on, I went to um uh a comic con or a comic shop. Uh it's a local comic shop here. They had a cheesy American night where they played uh super cheesy music from like the 90s um and they gave away like grilled cheese sandwiches i think for free i was just handed a grilled cheese sandwich (laughs) um they had zimas and stuff for like a buck where you put like a jolly rancher in it um it was just fun and a lot of nerds came out a lot of geeks came out too like it was packed um and I met up with some friends there because every once in a while, like I love that they do stuff like that. I admittedly don't go as much as I should, but I was like, that could be fun. And I have the next day off. So, and it was great. It was a blast. Um, I need to go to more stuff like that just to get out of my, uh, get out of my comfort zone, you know, and it was fun. Um, but that's really cool to hear like where you live. Cause I live in a bigger city. So it's not common to have that, but it's cool to hear that even in like smaller towns, they have a thing like that where a whole bunch of cosplay people come out. That's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You guys have, you guys have mega con shut up.
0: (laughs) Right, right,
1: right. Yeah. We're
0: spoiled, but, but, but I mean, that's what I, that's what I did last uh, weekend, but dude, that was, that was a blast. Um, And yeah, dude, I like, you know, I've been on this kick now where I'm just reading a ton of DC stuff and you know uh spent the week like i've gotten now i think caught up on green lantern or how jordan and the green lanterns and it's like become a problem where every time <laughs> i go there now i'm like all right i need this i need this i need that you know it's gotten to the point where like uh, some of the people there are like hmm well you've read a lot like what <laughs> you know what, what, i'm not sure what else we could do you know right um they don't say that but you know what i mean it's like hmm kind of ponder what what's next um I don't know. I've never actually read through Watchmen.
1: Oh, like
0: I've read, I think I've skimmed through it and I've only seen the movie. So I think that's going to be the next one I dive into.
1: Yeah. Especially with, with what they're doing in DC, it'd probably be a good time to do that.
0: Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, just, uh, ordered hbo now or whatever you call it because game of thrones is coming up next week or yeah. this weekend i think yeah
1: sunday this sunday
0: yeah this sunday so i saw that Watchmen was on there so i rewatched that and i think that's far and away my favorite zack snyder film
1: yeah yeah but you know that's not a tremendously high bar <laughs> right 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 and you know it's it's definitely i can see where you know
0: there's a scene in that movie i forget the kid's name At the end of the movie, spoilers for Watchmen, but at the end of the movie, when they're in New York City and a bomb's about to go off, this guy's like, hey, what's your name? You've been coming up here for years. And he says, I'm just going to make it up. But he's like, oh, my name's Anthony. And the guy goes, that's my name, too. And I thought, that's son of a bitch. (laughs) He did the same damn thing (laughs) in Batman versus Superman that he did in Watchmen. Um, But it makes all, all the stuff he does in Watchmen makes sense. Uh, how dark it is and how, you know, it's just, it's like a satire on, on superheroes. Right. It's supposed
1: um, to be like that.
0: Exactly. And, and he just like applied that to the DC universe and it was like, Oh no, 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 you're doing it wrong. But I don't know. I rewatched the movie and I was like, wow, I really like this movie. I liked it before. And I know a lot of people didn't, um, but man, watching it again, I was like, This is really good. This is really good stuff. Um, And it gives it, I I guess, now I have a lot more context because a lot of the stuff in the DC stuff, a lot of the same things were said that Dr. Manhattan says, which I imagine obviously says in the comics. Yeah. Um, But it, you know you know, he's like, I'm going to go and I'm going to create a, a, a world and stuff like that. It's like, oh shit, that's, <laughs> it's all tying in. So, um, I loved it, but yeah, no, I've not been doing much. Um, I, uh, geek wise, you know, uh, been doing a lot of stuff with the family. Um, but, oh yeah. in justice too. I, uh,
1: uh, Sub
0: Zero came out, so I've been leveling up that. It's been fun.
1: Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I heard. I, I I heard about that. I was in GameStop the other day. I was putting a little more mm-hmm. on my Destiny pre order, and I heard somebody asking, like, "Yo, how do I get Sub Zero? Like, well, I, do the season pass, or you know, just buy him from mm-hmm. the store. And they were like, "Oh, oh, right." Well, yeah, it's got to be it.
0: kind of disappointing, but man, I, I love it. I love every three weeks or whatever. It's like, yeah, there's a new character, and it's it's to me, it's a little bit different than. Um, you know before it was like you buy the character there you go you got the character that's it you just have fun with them where it's like now it's like right now there's a world in the multiverse that's all Sub-Zero related and yeah. it has a little story it has a little it has an ending at the end of it where it does like a little movie thing and you level him up and you learn his character so it's to me it adds a little bit more than just your stereotypical here's a character have fun
1: exactly that's that's how they should do it when they do yep. it that way. That's awesome. I'm glad they're doing it oh. that way.
0: Oh yeah, it's ex- it's exactly how like when the Wonder Woman week where uh, her, there was a world there for, just strictly for her and she had an ending in it. Same with um uh Red Hood and now with her and then I'm sure in 3 weeks from now when they do, I think it's Star Sapphire or the the Teen Titans girl. I'm not sure her name.
1: Uh 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 Star Starfire. Starfire, right? No. Yeah. Damn. Why does that not sound right?
0: It's Starfire, No, yeah. it is. I have
1: the I have the Titans
0: book, but I, that's one of them I haven't gotten to yet. I got <laughs> I read the Teen Titans one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think she comes in like three weeks, and in a few weeks we'll have uh, we'll have San Diego Comic Con, and that's when they'll announce.
1: It's in that's, uh, the that's, next. That's, it's two weeks.
0: Two weeks. Yep. Yep. And yeah. that's when I imagine they'll announce the next three, which is going to be. They've hinted it's going to be. Um, Submariner and whoever the other two are in his little pack.
1: Hang on. So, hang on. What? Well, what's his name? Not Submariner. I was gonna um, say that's Marvel, man. That's that's Namor. Marvel. Yeah. blah.
0: blah. <laughs> the, the black. What is his name? Black
1: Manta. Is that who you're looking like for? Black
0: Manta. Yeah. that's it. I'm not. <laughs> Aquaman's not really my. <laughs> you know, I like Aquaman, but I'll, uh...
1: I'll tell you what. They put the Submariner in this. I'm going out and getting that season pass today. Are you kidding? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right well apparently he put on he put on twitter ed boone the guy who created the game of course mortal kombat and this um you know he was like who's your favorite doctor and like he had a pull up and he goes oh oops i guess i should have put dr manhattan and it's like oh who you who are you hinting at because holy shit that would be an awesome uh, character to add yeah
1: but you could yeah you could totally throw pick anybody from Watchmen. do a watchman okay. pack and put them in there
0: yeah and dc owns them they could absolutely be in the game and i could totally see them doing him you know rorschach or honestly they could do just a uh a uh what do you call it a premiere skin of batman for um night owl they could do
1: that yeah
0: yeah you could totally do that a premiere skin for superman for dr manhattan like it's not it's not a crazy concept Uh, this i mean those basically what those characters are based on yeah um yeah even if it was just a Premiere skin, I would be totally happy with it. you know, and if it had like voice acting and all that stuff attached to it, I'd be perfectly fine with that totally. yeah, um but no, I mean, outside of that, I've just been busy. I've been messing around with uh, Adobe Premiere and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's just trying to learn that and watching YouTube videos or whatever. but um yeah, that's about it. I know you saw uh, We'll talk about it later in the in the show. Spider Man: Homecoming.
1: I, I saw it twice.
0: You saw it twice. I know that you're dude, so I, I expected that. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, I, we're not going to get into it right now because we're definitely going to talk about it later in the show. We're gonna um, we're gonna, you know, I I kind of wanted this to be like we're gonna have our news, and then later on we're just gonna geek out about Spider Man and what uh, our history is with the character and what he means to us and you know where we jumped on board with spider-man and all that other all that good stuff maybe we'll rank the movies um but uh man did it really get me to i literally drove from the theater went to a comic shop and i picked up uh what i picked up miles morales but it, the you know spider-man comic the recent right. one yeah the, the graphic novel because i've read the first five issues but i didn't read anything after that so I was like, like, right, i'm gonna pick this up because i later i want to dive into it um but it's definitely made me want to go like, okay, I need to read more Spider-Man because shit is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about all that later. Um, well, we can talk about some uh, some quick news real fast before we go to a break. Did you see that with the Captain Marvel film,
1: they've added Nick Fury to it? Interesting. Is it? Do you think yeah. it's – is it going to be like a flashback maybe or like is, is it going to be present Nick Fury or is it going to be like he was there – when she got her powers or something.
0: Does Captain Marvel take place before what's going on right now?
1: I see that. I don't know.
0: I No, I could totally see it being current because Nick Fury is,
1: like, he's ahead of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now, right? That's, yeah, like, he's kind of back in... I, I, he's back. I, yeah, but, like, not really. Like, it was right. weird what happened with him in, in, in Age of Ultron and everything where it was like, oh, yeah, he he can pull strings, but... I don't, I don't, I, I'm i not caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield by itself is in a really odd place, the last that I saw, but I don't know where We're, it's at right now. We both got to watch the show. I think
0: that's where it kind of lays yeah. down to, but I'm pretty sure Nick Fury is back as, the latest one
1: that he was in was, he wasn't in Civil War, was he? Oh, wait, yeah, he was, wasn't he? No, yeah, sh- I can't remember.
0: <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, he, um, I know he was in Age he, of Ultron. Yes, he was in Age of Ultron, but that's when he kind of went, like, just... Didn't Wait, didn't they talk about Nick Fury in this one? No, 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 no. It was insane. Well, anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We're going <laughs> to talk about that when we get back. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And before we left, we were talking about Nick Fury. Um, yeah, we looked it up. Yeah. I guess he was not in civil war. He was in, um, last movie he was in was, uh, age of Ultron.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was what I thought, but I, I just, I couldn't remember. Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, don't, I mean, that's the thing. We're not caught up with the show either, so we're not sure yeah. how involved he is or I'm sure they mention him or talk about his absence, but, um, I think that's cool. You know, uh, I think it's uh, just implied that even if he's not in charge of shield, He's still in Chargers. Like, he's pulling the strings somewhere right. in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So, and Captain Marvel is a pretty big deal, especially, like, on, you know, the scale of the universe. So, he would want to know about that immediately. Like, she is crazy powerful. Um, like Thor, almost.
1: Yeah. Just It makes you wonder, are they going to start incorporating things like SWORD?
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, may- maybe that's what, you know, he's running right now. Who knows? Yeah. But it would make sense. It would make perfect sense if he was. Um, yeah, I guess it just depends on when Captain Marvel takes place. Yeah.
1: Be interesting. Yeah, that's, um, I'm not sure. I don't know if we have, like, do we have any kind of synopsis or anything for that yet?
0: I don't think so. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. Um you know, we know it's gonna be with Carol Danvers, but that's it. You know, I they're going straight to her, so it's not even I mean, I'm curious how they're gonna do the whole Marvell thing. Um But yeah, I don't know. And then of course Miss Marvel, I don't know like I don't know if she's gonna be in the film or how they handle that. But yeah, we'll have to wait, you know, wait to find out.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Gonna be gonna be interesting. Yeah. So,
0: um, Fox had some news come out. Company uh, set some dates for six future X Men projects. Uh, 2019, would uh, June 7th and November 22nd. 2020, March 13th, June 26th, October 2nd. And 2001, March 5th. So, I imagine these are, you know, Deadpool, X Men, and then like something else. Right. Um, but
1: I mean, what's, you, you know, we know one of these is going to be Deadpool. We know one of these is going to be whatever's next for the x-men but i mean what are they planning deadpool 3 in 2021 is that maybe what that oh, is oh yeah Possibly, so yeah I, I mean okay so maybe we've got one two three we know what half of them are what the hell are well, the we have deadpool
0: three? 2 that comes out probably at the end of this year or next year right
1: yeah but i mean this yeah. is you know i mean this is looking way forward like we've, yeah i uh, mean i'm sure
0: they got a uh You know, one of these might be an X-23 film. You know, one of them is going to be the New Mutants film. Oh, yeah. Um, I
1: forgot about the New Mutants.
0: could be an X-Force film, a Gambit film.
1: Yeah, that Gambit film is never going to happen.
0: You know, with the the people that were attached to it, probably not. But, you know, I I don't know. I don't think Gambit would... I don't know. I think there's other characters that would be a better uh, film than Gambit. I think Gambit was just a cool-looking character. He looked cool, you know, in the cartoon. But, yeah. Um, outside of that,
1: I, I had no like attachment to the character. He had he had his own series a handful of years ago, and it was good. His own comic. It was. A he good, did. Yeah, he's a thief. Yeah, I mean, a, it was a good run. It was a fun little, uh, just kind of side thing. Like yeah. I, I liked it. Like uh, I mean, you know.
0: I don't know if one day we might get like, we already kind of got like our Magneto movie in a way, you know, it Magneto and Wolverine have really been given the spotlight over the last few, de- few years. And right. same with like professor X. So I don't know who you'd go after to, to do a film with the X-Men. There's a ton of characters, you know,
1: but how, how do you make them interesting enough to carry their own movie? Exactly. That's, that's the, that's the hard part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we know Deadpool definitely can. Um, we I'm sure one of these are the New Mutants. I don't know if New Mutants is going to be what kind of takes over as the main series. Or do we get the main X-Men, New Mutants, and Deadpool? And that's what all these are. Our sequels and stuff of those. Who knows? Yeah,
1: I... But, I mean, that still leaves at least one film open. I mean, all right, let's say we got, we've got we got a Deadpool sequel here, X-23, X-Force. That takes care of three. Uh, mm-hmm. Another X-Men movie probably whatever's coming after what are they what is this one called now supernova what is it called
0: oh yeah i don't know
1: so that's four but there's still two out there that are kind of up in the air is is one of them a placeholder for another stab at the fantastic four do you think
0: yeah possibly well didn't we read that? i read somewhere i thought that um that they were looking to do, like, an animated... or, like, a kid's movie for Fantastic Four, and it was going to deal with their, their children.
1: That, eh, uh, you know, they've, they've they've tried going to the well on the original lineup twice, really, because right. th- there, there was no sequel to the original. So they've had two right. Fantastic Four movies, and, I mean, you know, the, the first one was what it was, and it wasn't mm-hmm. awful. The last one was just yeah right so it's... if if they were going to decide to say hey you know forget all that stuff you know the Fantastic Four they have kids mm-hmm. let's follow the kids I that's I don't think that's a terror that's not the worst idea in the world for sure no I mean,
0: no no I mean I don't know if it'd be like a power pack movie but yeah it'd be it's supposed to be about their kids apparently so yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: they've had worse ideas
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Definitely had worse ideas.
1: I also saw that, uh,
0: um, oh man, I can totally mispronounce this guy's name, so I'm not going to go there. Um, uh, here, I'll, I'll send, yeah. Let's see. Anyway, um, let's go on to the next bit of news. Uh, Hellboy is, uh, apparently Lionsgate is going to distribute the film. Excellent. Um, for the next one.
1: I like that choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good choice.
0: Definitely. Um, let's see, we got some Fantastic Beast Two news. Um oh, I lost my place here. Uh <laughs> I guess the filming has started. Um and the pi- the pilot synopsis revealed Wizarding Circus.
1: Yeah, there's gonna be like a, a wizards version of Barnum and Bailey's three ring circus.
0: Well, that'd be cool. I mean it's it's different. I, well you're the Harry Potter guy on the show. So tell me, does does that is that
1: does that sound interesting, or? I yeah, I'm I'm actually I think that's a really neat idea because I mean that was, you know, we're talking, oh, what's the time period this is set in? 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, this is this is the time for something like that. I think a circus fits, and I think it would be a really interesting thing to see.
0: Yeah, I think it fits the whimsical kind of side of it. It's supposed to be in,
1: and uh, it's still going to stay in America, right? No, no, it's they're they're uh, Europe hopping this time. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Um, and John Oliver is apparently going to voice Azu on live-action remake of Lion King.
1: Yeah, I I like that choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I couldn't
0: think of a better one. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: but they, yeah, um, I, I guess they were they were trying to find you know okay who's kind of like Rowan Atkinson, but not him, and so they went with John Oliver. And okay, fair, fair enough. Right,
0: right. Yep. Um, yep. So that's. Can't wait for that movie. Um,
1: you gonna take this next one? I know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll slide into TV news here. And this, I am mixed about this, but I'm mostly on the side of I think this is a good idea. Uh, the mm-hmm. next season of Supernatural is gonna be its 14th. It's its 14th freaking season, and they're saying that's gonna be the last one. They know it going in. It's it's gonna be the end of it, and it's, you know, I some people say oh they should have done it a long time ago blah 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 blah, and you know you can argue that either side, but I I I think it's I think it's the right time, so I'm good for it. That's a that's a long, holy crap, fourteen seasons. Yeah, that's a
0: that's I mean, daunting for someone to like for someone like me that's like oh that looks interesting. A lot of people love it, and it's. Like, Oh shit, 14 seasons.
1: Well, and and the interesting thing about it is for as much as there is that carries over, you can pretty mm-hmm. much pick up the basic concepts fairly quickly. And each... That's what I, yeah. Yeah. Each season is largely self-contained. So if you wanted to jump in, you don't have to know all the history. And that's okay. what I like. For as serialized as the show is, and as much as it leans on everything that's happened you're not you're not going to miss a ton by not knowing the minutiae of what happened when. The bigger themes oh. are more important, and I like that.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's one of those where I'm going to sit down one day and try and get through a bunch of them and see where I land. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people love that show. Um, go ahead and take the next one here,
1: too. Yeah. Um, Mahershala Ali is reportedly, uh, in the running to star in the third season of True Detective.
0: Yeah. Um, second one blue.
1: Yeah. I, I, that was what I heard. So I never watched it. Like I stopped at one. I was like, that yeah, was good. And everybody, yeah. cause that's what everybody said was like, one was amazing. And then two was just dog shit. Yeah. So yeah. It cool. Garbage. Well, I'll, I'll stop at one. I'm all right with that. But, uh...
0: Yep. <laughs> That's kinda cool. I like that it's every season's different, so we can pop into the second one and, or third one and be like, alright, let's go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um
1: I found I found that thing you sent me, so I'll take a I'll take a stab oh, at this okay. here. Uh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with uh Jean Serra. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give that a shot. The guy who directed the shallows uh right. is is potentially going to direct Suicide Squad 2 He's the apparently the name at the top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh okay. I mean that's an interesting choice, for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean I imagine... it can only
1: go up from... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 man, ain't that the truth? Suicide uh, Squad done right could be really fun. Suicide Squad it... done the way the trailer showed like it would be done would have been awesome. But Well that's see, that's the problem is well, we all know what happened. They they released the
0: first trailer and it wasn't that fun. And the Comic Con thing a while ago. Oh and, yeah. right. And then people saw Guardians of the Galaxy and they lost their shit. And they were like, We love fun, fun, fun. And then then they put that in the trailer and they were like, No, this is great, it's fun. There's a lot of colors, you know, we're gonna have a ball, hear some old music. And then when you and then they reshot a shitload of it oh no, no no wait i'm getting it all wrong they released the trailer it was like old music guardians type stuff fun colorful blah, blah blah and they realized that they didn't have the film did not represent that right and so they went back and reshot a bunch of scenes to add humor and it didn't fit right because of course it's not going to fit right when it's done like that exactly um it needs to be done from like that from the ground up like right now in rebirth in suicide squad they have like general zod It's fucking bananas, and they're like, you know, (laughs) and Deadshot's like, "We're all gonna die. (laughs) Like, this is fucked. What What are we doing? This guy's a, you know, gonna kill everybody." Um, it could be fun. It could be so much fun, but we'll see. I think they got, you know, some of the main characters correct, but it's just the humor and everything was just completely off, and the pacing, and we've gone on, and you know, the Joker for no reason, like. (sighs) it could have been a lot better
1: yeah yeah it really could have been
0: yeah um got some jetsons news this Uh, is carrie Gennetti from family guy and robert zemeckis to co uh co-show run a live action
1: reboot yeah they're gonna do a live action Jetsons series with one of the producers from family guy and robert freaking zemeckis as showrunners, what in the hell, what world did I wake up in the other day? <laughs> what the, what happened?
0: Yeah, it's weird.
1: <laughs> you, you know what we need to do? We need a live-action version of the Jetsons. You know who should run the thing? The guy who did Back to the Future. Right. It just doesn't. <sighs> I. You know, I. Uh, I'm. I'm now curious to see what it's going to be like. So there's that, but I don't know just how well it's going to actually work. You
0: yeah, know, what does it even mean? Is it going to be like, a, it's gotta be, what a sitcom, right? I, it, it would
1: have to be, it would have to be
0: right. I mean, it's not that far fetched. We're basically getting like a star Trek sitcom, <laughs> you know, on Fox <laughs> yeah. with, uh, what's his face. So it's, it's not that far fetched, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's crazy. You, are we gonna get like a live-action Flintstones TV show next?
1: I they they did that already. They tried to reboot the Honeymooners, but it didn't work.
0: <laughs> well, have you like apparently, and this is gonna sound crazy. Apparently, the comic, the Flintstones, is really good.
1: I you know I had heard that, and I'm I'm not all that surprised, really.
0: Yeah, apparently they like they talk about like you know modern day issues, but in you know Flintstones times and. They take it a lot more seriously, apparently, but in a, like a fun way, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they, yeah, because I mean, the original Flintstones cartoon was was from back in the days of yore, and then it just kind of rolled on through. Right. Doing it now, yeah, that sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm sure that will be. I think it's done too now, so like it'll all be collected. Is probably one big thing.
1: Oh, cool. How many issues did it yeah. run?
0: I have no idea.
1: Yeah, had, <laughs> had to ask, didn't I? right right yeah i don't know yeah like that i don't know that could be if 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 done right yeah i could see that being really interesting yeah
0: it ran from um june to june so 12 issues so yeah that will be a uh
1: oh yeah that'll be a trade at some point
0: a hard yeah it'll be a trade for sure um which is great it's awesome nice Uh, yep um Speaking since we got a few minutes here, comp book news. Uh, Max Landis has been all over Twitter talking about like his he uh, he wants to do a Superman and Dick Grayson uh, story. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. He's he's hinted all over Twitter today. Uh, called Superman Agent of Batman, um, uh, and it's about how Superman takes Dick Grayson under his wing. Okay. Apparently, he got his name Nightwing from Superman. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, he's been all over Twitter talking about that and uh, Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man – or not Amazing Spider-Man, Jesus. Homecoming. Um, he loved the movie. He had a lot of criticism of it, but he loved the film and people just lit him up on Facebook.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: He's like, guys, I can be a critic
1: here, but – i love the film you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you it's there's it's not cognitive dissonance to say i really loved something here are some issues i had with it but i didn't right. let that stop me from enjoying it you you can oh, exactly you can yeah. have that mindset right right he pointed out some like obvious
0: like well that would never happen or this would, but then at the end of the day he's like but it was awesome so it didn't matter <laughs> you know it just didn't it you know it just he he goes into it thinking like a writer. Yeah. You know what I mean? A writer first. So, of course he's going to find plot holes or well, would they react that way? Or, you know, that kind of thing. And then but he's like at the end of the day it was a lot of fun and it was awesome and you know, I <laughs> could be critical of something. But yeah, so I don't know. So, dude, American Alien, one of my favorite Superman comics. So, to have like and he had a list. He had a list of uh, comics. Um, Dream Jobs at DC, Superman, Agent of Batman, Killer Moth, joker slash harley the truth is lois lane slash victor freeze light through glass and then jimmy olsen
1: i would now i would i would take that jimmy olsen comic that i yeah. would love to see for sure
0: oh yeah a max landis jimmy olsen comic <laughs> <laughs> that would be I just imagine where that would go yeah. but we got to take a quick break when we get back we will get into um some more actually we'll jump into video game news and we'll be back soon again you're listening to we geek podcast on the end.fm. See you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the end.fm, and we'll just jump right into the video game news. uh Not that much much. Ugh, sorry, I'll try that again. Not that much news out there. Um, but we got uh, <laughs> we got some free games uh, this month. So the PlayStation Plus games for July are until dawn for PS4, which is fun. Go play that. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a just a really awesome telltale game that is in a way better engine and you know it's you just go download it if you're a fan, if you're a fan of like slasher movies or you know scream um, Jason those kind of films go download it um, Game of Thrones which is a telltale game <laughs> uh, for PS4 um, Tokyo Jungle for PS3 Darkstalkers oh. uh, Resurrection uh, PS3 uh, Elemental with a four in the middle of it uh, for PS4, um, and Don't Die, Mr. Robot um, for PS and Vita cross by with PlayStation Four.
1: Yeah, Elementals on on Vita. I don't know if the, I don't know if it oh. has cross by or not.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, um, the so- Xbox game for Gold Xbox One is Grow Up, which is July first through thirty first. Runbo, um, which is July sixteenth through August fifteenth. Xbox three sixty games and Lynch 2, July 1st through 15th. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, July 16th through 31st.
1: Yeah. So yeah. An, an interesting comparison for the lineups there. Yeah. Okay. If and if anybody's still got their PS3, you've got to play Tokyo Jungle. It's it's yeah. hysterical. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. For anybody that doesn't know uh, you play as animals living in like a post-apocalyptic Tokyo, uh. But it's 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 a platformer, and yeah. and and I don't mean you play as like you can unlock bigger animals later on, but like you start as like a Pomeranian. It's right. It's it's hilarious. It's it's definitely something where you're like, oh yeah, this was a Japanese game, wasn't it? That's great. <laughs> and it's but it's awesome. Like the way it works is really cool.
0: Oh. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Oh yeah, dude, Marvel Heroes the uh it's like a Diablo 2 game. Um uh mul- it's not a multi massive, but it's like a it's like a Marvel game that looks kind of like Diablo 2. Um where you can pick like different characters. Uh you can play any of the characters up to like level 10, but then you got to pay for them. Individually, the most popular characters are more expensive. They're going to be like 10 bucks. Sure. Maybe more. I forget. Um, the lesser known ones are a lot cheaper. And then there's free ones. Um, uh, but I believe it's a free to play game. I don't know. I don't think there's a buy in cost for it unless you want a certain character. Um, but uh, they've removed. Uh, The Fantastic Four characters, uh, due to in-game rights issues. Uh, Silver Surfer, Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Woman, Human Torch, and Thing no longer available to purchase in the game, uh, which sucks.
1: Yeah. That's just more fuel on the fire that Marvel and Fox, uh, at least when it comes to Fantastic Four, are not getting along.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Before we get out of uh, video game news, did you see... This is kind of like inside baseball with a lot of video game uh, journalism and stuff like that. But did you see that? Do you know who Donkey is? No. The YouTuber. He's got like three million subscribers, so like he's not. He's not a nobody, right? But at the same time, he's not. He doesn't. You know, he's not IGN. <laughs> and he, he took a shot at basically all of those websites. Um, I gotta say, I agree with a lot of what he was saying in the in the video, but you know, he, there's a lot of stones you can throw at those websites um, when you're just like you're your own voice. So essentially what he was saying is like how inconsistent they are um, with some things and how, you know, he's like, you ever notice how every game is between like three, like they they do their grade and it's either like a seven, eight or nine, all the major ones. Um, And he's like, "You, you could go into the review and the review will trash the game. And they'll be like, Oh, it was an eight. And you're like, how the fuck did you come up with an eight? Yeah. Um, and his video just kind of goes after like, he, you know, he calls bullshit on a lot of stuff because he's like, you know, they're very inconsistent. Like he, he did a whole he did. A, he took a whole bunch of clips of all the different people from IGN talking about Sonic and how terrible it is and how great it is and how terrible it is and how great it is and all the different voices of it. And he's like, but when you get a, you know, when a, a publisher puts out a review and whatever, they say IGN at the end of it instead of like the guy reviewing it. And I don't know, it's a long drawn out thing and I won't go too much into it, but it's definitely interesting. Uh, go check out his channel, uh, anyone listening. Um, and it's just, it's called game critics. And he talks about how, you know, the future is people like total biscuit or Jim Sterling, where you, there's a face to the review and you know, the, you're going to, you're going to know total biscuit is all about PC games. He does not like anime games. So don't ever listen to him talk about an anime game or anything like that because he's going to call it trash, you know. But he's very good at what he does for a specific kind of games. Like he knows MMOs like the back of his hand. He knows a lot of strategy games like the back of his hand. That stuff like that. Um, so on and so forth. And I don't know. He made a lot of great points. But, but it was just, man, the the games media just went after him. Uh uh, over the last week because of his remarks and they're just calling out his hypocrisy because they're like you're on YouTube You don't have to He had a lot of great points He's like look if a guy puts out a review for something an editorial It doesn't match up to editorial. They're not going to run it or they're gonna say hey make that number higher and they he Literally showed a picture of Jeff Gersman, which if anyone knows Jeff Gersman <laughs> Got fired from GameSpot because he didn't give a good review for Kanan Lynch. They said no that, that that number needs to be higher he said, "I don't think that game deserves that." He got fired, and then we got we got Giant Bomb. That's why a lot of people hold Giant Bomb to the level of integrity as they do because they don't bullshit. They're not, you know, the, you know that there's all of their advertisement and all that other stuff is for, you know, stuff around gaming, but nothing to do with like the actual game. But you go on IGN and you see an ad for Final Fantasy. Yeah. And it makes you like, wait a second, got these deal with these, you know. And so he goes into all of that and he's like, it hasn't changed. Uh, You know, they're still doing the same things. And I don't know. It was an it's interesting. um, I'll say that. So, yeah, uh, I was. Yes,
1: I I always take that kind of thing with a grain of salt, the idea of like and this is the future of what this looks like, because on the one hand, true. But I don't think it's. And I you know, you can't argue with, you know, three million subscribers and and look at mm-hmm. at people like Total Biscuit. They have these these genuinely substantial followings. But mm-hmm. and here's here's the caveat that exists in kind of a bubble in the world of video games as a whole. We pay right. hyper attention to that because it's what we like. And it's and, and like I said, it's not insubstantial, but it's not we're not at that paradigm-shifting point yet. And I, I I liken that to when, with with us in wrestling, and who we talk to and what we think, you know, mm-hmm. we will boo the hell out of Roman Reigns. And we will hear everybody around us talk about how, you know, this is not the way they should be doing this, stop pushing this guy, he's boring, blah, 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 blah. Right. Go to a show and hear half of that crowd at least unironically cheer for him and realize right. that what we think and what we see and what we believe is a way things should be and should go is not really the way the stream is flowing.
0: Right. But I think what, and he, he knows he is a little fish in the pond, right? But PewDiePie with 50 million subscribers. True. Is a threat to to, to them or at least that's how they feel you know it's it's no you know it's it's no surprise to anyone why Wall Street Journal buried him the and, and that's what they're that's a whole nother topic you know but but the games journalism as it is I think is definitely going into the direction of influencers and by influencers I'm basically just not saying the word youtubers because that just sounds silly right. You go to IGN, you go to the GameSpot, they're putting personalities before, to me, sadly, sometimes they're writing because most people know their personalities. They know the people they have on film. But, you know, you could probably name how many people, like Brian Altano, Max Skull, all these people, but you probably can't sit there and name all the, like, they don't do reviews. You know what I mean? They don't sit there and write the, I think they're putting more more money and more time into those. I mean, they, they have now a, a Disney XD channel um, show. And the people on that, I think there's like one of them that are that does reviews. Maybe two. I don't know. I could be wrong. But the, they seemed more like the faces that you see on, you know, the the, the their shows and stuff like that. I, I do think that you know, even like you like E3 you know, it used to be critics, 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 critics. And now like it's influencers that they're putting up there because they're like, Oh shit, that guy has you know, fucking 8 million subscribers, 12 million subscribers. The amount of, the amount of times people are watching those, their videos, they're getting a million, you know, new views on their channel a day. Like, I don't, I don't think it's anything to, to, you know, I, I think that they're finally being noticed, if that makes sense. Obviously, they're never going to do the numbers of IGN and stuff like that because they're just—it's—they're too big. But you know, I—I I also think that it's important, if that makes sense, that there are people out there that are—they work for themselves. They—they get their money by the ads that are put up on their YouTube channel, and they don't even know what ad it's going to be. Right. Does that make sense? Or their Patreon subscribers. This is exactly what Kind of Funny did. They broke off. They wanted to do their own thing. And they have ads and stuff like that, but it's for Amazon and stuff like that. It's not for a certain game. If they do paid advertising for a game, they say that right up front. Um, So I don't know. Uh, It's one of those things. That's a whole other topic. Like I don't even think... I don't even think they should be grading games but on a number scale. I think if they took away the the, the score and that was one thing Dunkey talks about. It's so weird saying his name. But <laughs> he's like, you read the review and it's like they did not like it, but the the number is completely different. It's like if you took that number away and you just read the review, you'd be like, Oh, that that sounds like shit. He didn't like what he was playing. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's it's interesting. Um, you know, and so it's it's crazy. It's crazy. it's it's crazy to see because you know and, and and they put it a great way even jeff gersman talks about this and jeff gersman knows that giant bomb is in the weird spot because they're they have they have half they have one foot in the door with um they're kind of a site like IGN but they do also have their other foot in the door where they they are influencers their their, their stuff just isn't on youtube it's on their own website right um and they see that difference because you know he worked for gaming magazines and gaming magazines you know, they were like they were scared to death of the Internet websites and they were like, they'll never get to the same level as us magazines. <laughs> we have such prestige and the, 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 there's no way the Internet would ever overtake us. <laughs> and he he sees the same thing now with websites and YouTube. It's the, he, he says it's the exact same thing. They, they say, well, there's no way that these influence would ever be bigger than us and he's like it's 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 happening right now so it's crazy it's crazy to think about you know um so i don't know i thought it was interesting i don't agree on everything he was saying i I also didn't like how that they all attacked him like i guess they they have to because they feel attacked but um i just thought it was interesting i guess
1: is all yeah Eh, yeah you know different i i like when there's conversation I think that only helps, uh, you know. And, being right. being that it's YouTube, I imagine the the comments section was not exactly anything short of a giant dumpster fire. But the, right, well, the... here's
0: the thing: I wish he would have a conversation about it because obviously it's just him talking into a, a, a microphone, and there is no conversation. Right. Um, but it it you know I want him to actually talk to people about it. I want him to go on Total Biscuit Show. I, I would love for him to get on Wavepoint. Wavepoint talked about it all week. This week they're like. Come on our show. Let's discuss this. Let's have a conversation, an intellectual conversation about what's going on. And, you know, let's, you know, it's, it, you know, what can we do to to help fix this instead of it just being him like, well, this is bullshit, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, like you said, it, it begins a conversation of it, it makes people aware that when you're, you know, if at the very least it, it should make you aware that when you're reading a review from a website. Like the, the, he pointed out Crash Bandicoot and how that reviewer did not finish the game and he felt he didn't need to finish the game and he he trashed it and whatever or whatever he said about it. You know, he, he was just like, you need to consider that. Don't just scroll down and look at the number because that's what people do. Yeah. Unfortunately, they just want the number and that's it. They don't give a shit what is said about it. Um, and I think that if they took that number away, you might get people going, hey, let's read this. Yeah, you know, let me find out what this person thinks of it, and then I'm oh, I see they didn't actually finish the game, so take it with a grain of salt.
1: Exactly, you know, sort of yeah. thing. That's 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 why my when I do my my movie reviews, I'm, I'm working on my Spider Man one now. I don't I don't have a grading scale, I don't do a five stars or, or out of ten rating. I right. I just I, I review the movie, and at the bottom is is audiences that I think will like it, and audiences that I think won't. I, it's, I don't, I don't get the idea of like, oh, this is a B plus movie. I don't, uh,
0: the I'm, reason why they do that, it's a metric thing. Yeah. They want IGN's name yeah. on a box. They want IGN's name on a magazine. They want it on an ad. Yeah. They want IGN. And, and, and unfortunately what you're describing, which is what should be, is not good for a metric right. system. And, and that's the unfortunate, fa- and that's one of the things he dives into in the video, I believe is, you know, it doesn't, it's not good for a metric system if you don't have that. So yeah, I, I do, I, I applaud you for doing that because that is, that is the, the, the future. Um, if you really want to be taken seriously, I think is so people read your content and they're like, okay, that this is his opinion of it. And they don't jump to the five and they're like, what does a five mean? Right. Cause some people, <laughs> uh, if you're doing a one out of 10 scale, a five is mediocre but to some people that's like no that's garbage
1: yeah yeah it's
0: it's one of those weird things I Um,
1: and and this like this started for me back with jim sterling and his assassin's creed 2 review when everybody just looked at the fact that it was an abysmal score and nobody mm -hmm. actually read the article where he talked in great detail about how he sucked at those kind of games right and i would have thought immediately like okay That should be red flag number one.
0: Right. Just, you know,
1: everything else aside, if you're, if that's like, okay, this is my job to review these games, which I'm terrible at, then I, you know, that's just bad on a number of different levels. And then Mm -hmm. when you get to the end where, you know, you have to give it a score, then, you know, you're going to go with, well, this is how much I didn't enjoy it and how much I thought it was broken when somebody else right. could come along and say no you just have to be a little more coordinated that's yeah the whole the whole system is just screwed up but oh, yeah. but you know it, it's it's same thing s-
0: with his new zelda one like his new the new zelda game if you listen to his review he loved the game he gave it a 7 or 8 or something but it was only because it wasn't a perfect game to him and it's like you know what that's fair a 7 if you think about 1 through 10 that's not that bad um and obviously he says the whole time he's like you're entitled to your opinion but it to me it wasn't you know wasn't as good as i was hoping or whatever but he loved the game and but that's all that is all diminished by that number
1: yeah yeah and that's like
0: I... people were like like detoxing him they were like finding out where he lives <laughs> and sending death threats and like, they wanted to kill him because it brought the metric score down fucking, all of the game fucking
1: internet man i swear <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude. All right, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, uh, we'll get into some smaller news, and we'll get into uh, some Spider-Man. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.F.M. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.F.M. And uh, where were we? Okay, yep, we got some San Diego Comic-Con news. Um, I guess uh, they inked a new deal with the city of San Diego. They'll have the convention there through 2021. Uh, the negotiations lasted over a year, and I think it's because they're expanding it.
1: Are they? I'm not like I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah, I think because like that's been the biggest problem, <laughs> I guess, for the last few years is how they they needed more space.
1: Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know anything about it. Uh, well, because I know they they were, they had like tentative talks. What a couple, shit. What was it? A few years ago, And yeah. And it was it was kind of like, oh, is this not going to happen? Is this what's going on? And then they signed a new deal through, I think, right. next year. And then yeah. they went back to the table to do a, a, a another multi-year deal. But they, yeah, they negotiated this for like a year. That's insane.
0: Well, it says here in January, um, conv- an article from the San Diego Union uh, Tribune, convention center expansion clears legal hurdle because I guess there was a lot of issues with the city um I'm not going to read through the article right here but (laughs) um yeah so I guess that I think that's what was holding it up I knew that there was some sort of expansion because people talked about it um I think when I went to the Star Wars one they were talking about how they were going to go to San Diego Comic-Con but they heard that like it's not as uh they need to make it bigger because it just seems like the convention's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and um, there wasn't enough space. So I don't know. You know what? I mean of all the – like seriously, I've talked about this with a few people. All the conventions that are out, the one I want to go to the mo- most is right around the corner from you, Heroes Con.
1: Yeah, yeah, down in Charlotte. Yeah, it's every June. That's
0: the, yeah, that's the one that has all the comic book creators where San Diego is apparently the comic book I'm sorry, the comic book movie one, or just you know, popular movies in general. It's yeah, it's um, the
1: it's the mainstream one. Yes, yeah. Which,
0: and New York Comic Con is apparently like half foot in comic book world, half foot in the entertainment world. Yeah. Um, and Heroes Com is like just straight comic books. That's what I want to go to. Nice. Yeah, hopefully next
1: year. I um, I always I always had this weird idea that somewhere out in the Midwest, outside of Tornado Alley, they should build a con town. That way... And I know part of the charm is that different cons are in different places, but build build a town around a civic center, convention center, whatever you want to call it, that's big enough for San Diego Comic-Con that you can also break down to have whatever the hell else you wanted. That way it's not a 12 hour trip for people or anything. Like I, I like the idea of centralizing it. I don't know. It's a weird idea. Well, they have Ch- they one
0: out. in Chicago. They, I mean, they had what mid midtown or uh, not midtown. Fuck wizard world. Wiz- yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. when wizard magazine was like, a thing. The, the, yeah, the thing, <laughs> um, wizard world. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's the one in Chicago. Um, and they have a they have like a Chicago Comic Con I believe too yeah but but I mean and there's I
1: mean there's ones in Canada and that's and, I mean I get what you're saying yeah I mean just take you know find find a a town sized piece of land and just build build Conville uh, you know just <laughs> the sole purpose of this town is to hold conventions like I it's 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 one of those bizarre ideas that somebody comes up with that you know they they sink millions and millions of dollars into this convention center that stands empty for a hundred years. Cause nobody ever uses it.
0: I guess everyone that lives there, no one would live there. They'd be
1: all out of towners flying in. I mean, you know, I you, guess the
0: people that would live there would work there, but
1: you know, I mean, it's, I, I mean, you know, I know you, you can see how, how thorough I've thought this out.
0: But... Right. Like I would love a convention all the time near me, but I don't have that money. I barely have it for like once a year. Right. <laughs> you know, that's the problem with the people living around that would be like all right we don't have any more money to give you <laughs> right
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah i get what you're saying um yeah man but i you know th- there's conventions everywhere and i think you're a great example of you know check out your small town you know
1: y- you when how did you find out about that again i saw where i i think i saw it on facebook like just a random post I don't know if yeah. it was, if it was from them or if it was something somebody sent me or, or if it, I, it, it was in the paper even at one point. Cause I still get the newspaper, mm-hmm. but like, I, I forget like how I saw it. And I was like, wait a minute, there's it's a, a newspaper. There, <laughs> I was like, there's a, there's a comic con here. What? And then yeah. I checked it out and I was like, oh, cool. Like it's, I mean, it is like it. It's it it is tiny because it's it's in the convention center and it's it's pretty much all vendors, um, right? You know you've got so you've got it, it, like I said that's how like, they all
0: started though. I mean that's exactly. how it first started in in New York City. Like
1: exactly, it
0: was at a hotel. Like I, I watched the the Bill Finger documentary. I still didn't finish it, um, and it talks about the first Comic Con was like in a dirty old hotel and it was run down and it had some comic book people there and it was people there selling comics and that's how it starts so like that what you're doing in your city it's only going to get bigger yeah. more and more people hear about it there's once they get really on social media and start pushing it and you know i think that's awesome i hope that you know people listening you live in a small town search for it you know see if it's there see what's the closest thing go on like you said social media and and if, if there's not,
1: <clears throat> start it,
0: you know, if you can.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they they've got because uh, these are the people that do from what I from what I saw. This is the same group that organizes the uh, convention that they have in Hickory, which is like half an hour west of us, I think. And I okay. thought, OK, well, that makes sense. It's a it's a bigger city. It's a it's an actual like city sized city kind of but i it it just it i when i saw like statesville comic-con i was like are you really you you're gonna you're really gonna try this okay i mean we've got a comic book store so that's i kind (laughs) of figured that was where we peaked in in terms of that like i thought okay we've got we've got a local comic store that's that's pretty much going to be it and then the when they they did the first one in February and it was like oh shit people showed up a tenth of the town showed up to this and yeah. so they went okay you know what this was awesome we're going to do another one in July and they haven't put out any numbers yet but it it looked and it felt bigger it was still it was the same hall and everything but it just it really did seem like okay now we're going somewhere and that's right. that to me was just awesome like, no. here, I mean, you know, take a look at at kind of everything you can find about Statesville because there's not much. And and that was kind of the point of like this here like this. And that was this town sits on the intersection of of I-70, whatever the hell it is, because I confuse 75 and 77 from living on both of them and I-40. <laughs> this place should be huge. This should be a a freaking city sitting right. on two major interstates like this. And instead it's a town of two of 20,000 and it's, they're trying to build. What do you think that is, I have no, I, I really don't know. Uh, I, I could guess I could speculate, but I, I just don't exactly know. But over the last couple years, I mean, they, a few years ago, we had a film festival here. We've got right. the full bloom Film Festival in I think it's September and that was the first thing I was like are statesville's having a film festival? I'm sorry <laughs> what alternate reality did I step into here right And they're gonna do I'm pretty sure it's the third one this year and I was like okay, now we're going somewhere and they're you know they are building things here. It looks like they're finally making some progress and with that comes culture. Do you think a lot
0: of people want to keep it
1: like a small town? I I think that's part of it. Um, it's it's like
0: one of those classic uh, Hallmark movies I, it, where they don't they don't want the big guys
1: coming in to take kinda, out all the shops. Yeah, because I mean, what what the fights have been over have been about this company that's coming here, and I'll I'll, I'll give you an example without without branding anything. There was mm-hmm. there was a truck stop that they wanted to build right off the interstate, right off of I forty, and right. They've been in court over it for years because people have been saying, you know, oh, well, truck stops bring hookers and cocaine. And I'm like, are you fucking, what, <laughs> what century is this? Are we not living in 2017? Is this, I, what in the hell is going on here?
0: You guys just need a monorail.
1: <laughs> I, if you started, if you, if you come around town and say the word monorail, they might tie you to a stake. Right. Uh, it's right. like, but, yeah. <laughs> uh I damn near killed them but they're still yeah. like i i think that's part of it but i think that that is is slowly starting to change i mean they're building they're putting there's so much construction going on around where the interstates cross and that's that's a whole other thing but it looks like they just announced a giant uh I'm not business center, but like business complex, not mm. like an industrial complex, business park. That's what I was looking for, like three or four exits down from us. So that's local ish. Mm. So, I mean, there's there's growth here and things are happening and jumping on with things like this, like Statesville Comic Con or the full Bloom film festival, all of that kind of stuff. It just helps. And it's 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 striking to see how those things go hand in hand. You start building more in a town. you start expanding the town. you start right. increasing the kind of feeling of community and you community. get yep. you get culture that comes with it. And that's like I mm-hmm. just I, I think that's awesome and I want to see more of it. and I, I I will be banging the drum for for all of this stuff as, as it comes and goes. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. hell yeah. All right, man. Well, we got a few minutes before we gotta take a break. Uh, did you want to die, start diving into Spider Man, or do you want to talk about Crash first?
1: Um, I mean, you know, with Crash, there's not too much to talk about. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, let's knock
0: him out then first, and yeah. so we gotta.
1: I mean, it's good segments. The the funny, the best thing that I saw, I think, was from the IGN review, which which talked about how it looked was how it basically looked like a Saturday morning cartoon. And right. that, that to me was perfect because I thought, yes, that's actually exactly what this looks like. And that's awesome. They they didn't really change anything, which was fine. I didn't right. need, you know, I didn't need I heard this. heard they did. I heard you can now play as the female Crash. Well, girl, I mean, is. yeah, but I mean, that's basically just a skin. It's, you know. Yeah, but
0: I mean, that's cool. That's it's, awesome. It is.
1: No, it's, it's absolutely cool. But like in terms of. Of does it actually change the gameplay? No, no, shoot. I know, but I think that's
0: important though because you, I mean, Crash is a game. We, we were kids when we played it, so imagine a kid getting that now. You can hand that to your daughter and be like, you can play as the girl. I think that's awesome.
1: That's that's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, I just I yeah. I just meant in terms of of like game actual play. gameplay. I mean, it doesn't in yeah. in that respect. It does, none of the mechanics are different or anything, right. but. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, everything else, you know, the first one is still as much of an almighty pain in the ass as as I remembered it. And (laughs) uh, oh, man, I still haven't beaten it. Like I am trying. I've I. Oh, man.
0: I'm afraid to do it because every time I pick up an old school game, I'm reminded how old I am and how I can't (laughs) play like that anymore. I, Um, I felt like when we were kids, it's that we talked about this last week. I think we had all that time to perfect it. Um, and nowadays we get a few hours at
1: best Yeah. to, to try and knock it out. Um, yeah. What, what did I see somewhere? I don't know if it, it might've been on Twitter. Somebody posted a thing about how, about how hard, ho- just really about how hard it is. Like you have to play through a level 20 times in some cases before you have it figured out. And I was like, yeah, damn, that's right. Like we did used to have mm-hmm. to do that because, yeah. you know, we had, the The irony of it was back then we had lives instead of right. save points. And now instead of time to play video games, we have actual lives.
0: Right. Yeah, we have responsibilities and bills and mm. uh, all this other stuff that tries to take over our time. And, you know, and we me and you, I think we game a lot more than most people. But still, at the same time, it feels like hardly any, you yeah. know um so it's it's difficult dude it's and that's why i feel i'm always gonna love the big rpgs and stuff like that but if i'm being honest with myself and if i came at a new game honestly i'd look at it and go i don't know if i'm ever gonna finish that yeah there's a lot of games over the last i don't don't know five years where i just have never finished um because I just can't find if and I have, I have like severe ADD too. So as soon as I, <laughs> as soon as I get bored of something, I'm on to the next thing. Um, yeah. The the only things that really kind of hold my attention these days, like for example, the the mortal Co- the the injustice game, because I can jump in and jump out. Um, Destiny, I can jump in and jump out. Even though sometimes you need a few hours for like the raids. But it's one of those where it's like you do it at your own time. I think Crash actually—it's kind of—we're coming around full circle here. That's a game you could probably continue and continue and continue. I'll oh, totally. continue to get better, and you can turn it off after a few levels if you get frustrated.
1: Yeah. Um, or or switch re- or switch to a different one of them.
0: Right. Yeah. That's true. That's absolutely true. Because don't they change up the perspective in the, the next two? Um. Uh, no. No, not, it's the same. I'm not sure what you mean. I never played the third one. Well, I mean, it's more of a. The first one I remember, it was like you're going from the, you know, the front of the screen to you know, it's like an endless runner almost, oh, yeah, and then it's yeah, the yeah, opposite yeah. way. And like I remember a boulder chasing you.
1: Right. Yeah. They, they. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's true.
0: I remember the second or third one where it was like. It, like you're actually going from the
1: left to the right sort yeah. of platformer yeah. yeah they are well some of the some of the levels in the first crash are are left to right oh really okay. yeah yeah but they are yeah they are mostly well i say that but they're all yeah you ever think this is gonna come out in the ipad oh i don't know i be difficult, I
0: guess, if the controls are hard on even a PlayStation.
1: Yeah, because you need two or three buttons at a time sometimes, or in very quick yeah. succession. I yeah, I, I don't think it lends itself real well to mobile.
0: I did read that this one is more difficult than the older ones, uh, because apparently the, the, the way the polygons are, the way the feet are, and the way the, the hit detection is when you land on... Um, objects and stuff like that it's different from the original that's positive that's yeah yeah I so they're saying more people are slipping off or not jumping in time and their brain has just been used to doing one thing one way i, I don't
1: know it's, that's, it's interesting though yeah that's curious and i can i can absolutely see that because i mean these games are you know 20 years old at least yeah so you know to it's not just a simple yeah god you don't think about that really where it's like, right. oh yeah, we we upgraded, we updated the graphics. Yeah, but you've right. changed how they're shaped. That's yes. Yeah.
0: Wow, I didn't how think you about land that. land when you jump. Yeah. Apparently, like the creator or uh, who's the creator of Mario? What's his name? Um, uh, Mi- uh, Miyamoto, Mich- right? Miyamoto. Yeah. For one of them, Miyamoto or someone else, talked about how like, Mar- it, They changed the way Mario does it so that like, I don't know that I don't know the exact quote. I don't have it for me, so maybe I shouldn't say it. But it was to the point of where like they adjusted it because if it was if it was how it should be people would be doing it wrong so they adjusted it a little bit so it's like you're when you run and jump it's more it's it's a lot user-friendly for the person Uh, it's a lot more giving or something like that and i don't know i I heard that on giant bomb they were talking about i was like oh that's interesting yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but oh, shit, we're coming up get a quick break. Uh, We'll be back. We will talk about Spider-Man. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, we're just going to dive into Spider-Man now. Now, um, got a few segments left. So what we're going to do is, I imagine first we're going to steer clear of any spoilers. We're going to talk about just like our history with Spider-Man, I'm thinking. And um, we'll go into like some of our favorite books, how we get started with it, where we're at now. Um, And then kind of we'll try and then, you know, dive into like, maybe we'll list what our favorite movies are for the Spider-Man ones. Um, And then probably in the last segment, we will get into spoilers. I think it's a good, good plan. Good plan. Um, But yeah. So Logan, I know Spider-Man's your guy. So tell me,
1: how did it all start for you? With uh, Spider-Man versus the Kingpin on Sega Genesis.
0: Oh shit!
1: Yeah, that was my. I don't
0: think I've ever played that.
1: Yeah, uh, that was my first. That was like the first that I could remember being introduced to Spider-Man. Um, oh wow! And I wouldn't get into the comics until a long time later.
0: But oh really? That
1: yeah, that was where it started with me. Was 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 that game? And it was, it was fun to see, like all of these these villains and have you know no idea. Who you know? Who was who? no, any of the backstory? None of it, uh, really, until the the Fox cartoon came along. But and oh, I wow. and I think that's why, I because anytime you talk to somebody and you say, uh, "Quick, Spider Man's biggest villain," you know everybody says Green Goblin. Everybody and their mother says Green Goblin. Mm, I'd say Venom. I say Doc Ock. Oh, really? That was I and I and I don't exactly know. Oh, that's right. Why? Um I guess because there was no Green Goblin in in Spider-Man vs. Kingpin and because Ock was a more recurring character on the animated show. I You I know,
0: get... I I'd, I'd say you're you're not wrong. I mean, Doc Ock
1: is probably his I mean, if you think about I mean, I don't know. It's tough. It's it's a it's an odd toss-up and it's part of what makes that's what makes Spider-Man a great hero is because he has so many great villains. It's the same thing with Batman. Like they're, you know, heroes are defined by their villains. It's why Superman is a little stale sometimes because he has like three villains that people know and that's it. Mm-hmm. But there's, you know, with, with, with Spider-Man, it's, there's so many different avenues. And over the years, they've done such a great job of, of building these villains out. Um, you know we've been doing the whole pick a comic and read it for the year thing and I just mm-hmm. I'm a little behind because I'm I'm not I'm just breaking into the 300s on amazing okay. um and just oh, wow. and a lot farther than I am <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I just finished up Craven's last hunt that little oh, that little arc. it ran through 93 and 94 293 294. And mm-hmm. some of the other ones, like Peter Parker, Amazing Spider-Man, whatever the hell. I forget what all the side series are called. I'm not paying too much attention to that, to be honest with you. Right. But but that was the thing. Like, that was a, a villain who, in so many other comics, would have just been a one-off. And, right. you know, I mean, Spider-Man had plenty of one-offs because he's been around for, God, what have they got to be up to now? 800 issues closing in on it? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's madness that how, how much that story is, has, has grown and changed and, and everything, but, but they've been able to do so much with it and with, with all these villains. And I think that's really what's helped. That's what helps make, make him so relatable. Isn't just that <clears throat> he's, he's, he's not fighting these constant intergalactic style threats. He's, Mm -hmm. you know, he's policing New York, really. Like that's, it's not quite the micromanaging level that Daredevil has, but it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's guys like Mm -hmm. the shocker who built a a thing that, that shoots little vibrational energy and stuns people And and you know, when it's, it's something like that, where he has to pull his punches because these are just regular people. You know, right. Ock found that out in superior when at, at the, you know, right when, when they switched. And so he took a big swing at, at Scorpion and knocked his entire lower jaw off. It was like, Holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. has this, has this guy been pulling his punches all these years? Yeah. Well, I mean, he did <laughs> kill Peter, right? Essentially. Yeah, pretty much. That I mean, was a, he... It was, a, it was oh man that was weird i mean it worked yeah. it, it it looped around it got a little timey-wimey in a way but it it worked yeah.
0: i think superior spider-man is some of the best one of the best spider-man stories i've ever read but Agreed. you know I, I haven't read that many <clears throat> but you know there's he, he's a he's a funny history with peter Parker. like didn't he date his aunt he
1: he married aunt may at one point i think
0: that's right he married her yeah it was that's crazy oh,
1: man it's, Did yeah. you
0: know he's in the current <clears throat> Spider-Man book?
1: I'm I'm not surprised. I know they, like when they relaunched it, we, you know, when they relaunched everything after after Secret Wars, they they dropped hints that like oh yeah, Ox still around.
0: Right. He's 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 young now, and he is. Um, That's a frightening is, thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's young, and he's in. Um, He's like his new outfit looks like Spider-Man. Like he's straight up Superior Spider-Man now with the Doc Ock arms. Yeah. Uh, he's in the um, um, the tie-ins for uh, the Captain America stuff. Okay. So like he's like the new Spider-Man for Captain America, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So cool.
0: and it's interesting. Yeah. It's 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 from his perspective because Spider-Man's kind of been absent from this whole thing, and you you're we're finally now getting a peek of what what's been going on with him and. Nice. Yeah. But um yeah, the, yeah uh, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt
1: you. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's that's interesting. And that's that's such a a weird a weird <laughs> kind of thought cuz that was I mean, that was in that was how Peter lost at the mm-hmm. at the whole end of uh what was the what was the story? End of Days when mm-hmm. you know, it was him against Ak And Ak was like, "Screw it. I'm going to destroy the world." He went full-on supervillain. In a very right. classic kind of sense, like I've built a giant death raid, basically, mm-hmm. and it was all a trap, and 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 Peter fell right into it, and right. it was and and we but we didn't find out about that until until a good bit later, and then we got superior, right. and I just I that's you know that was awesome, but uh, my first my first Spider-Man comic actually was I forget one random issue. From the Maximum Carnage storyline, oh, and I was, what, like five, five, six? No, I'd have been, I'd have been five, because this was mid '93. I might have just been, yeah, it would have been not long after it came out. Yeah, so I'd have been, I'd have been five, maybe six, <clears throat> but
0: the first one that sticks out to me, it, it was my older brother's, and it was the one from Todd McFarlane where. Uh, the one where it's, it's an iconic cover of him just like sitting in a web yeah, and it's like a bazillion spiders crawling in the web. Yeah. Um, and they've redone that, that cover a few different times, but I remember the art just looking amazing.
1: Um, yeah, McFarlane's McFarlane's art was, was extraordinary. And he, I love later on when he came out and cursed all the detail that he put into it because Mm -hmm. once he started doing it that way, he had to keep doing it that way. And he yeah. and he hated it. He absolutely He was like, This looks amazing, and it would have been an awesome like painting or like just right. like a cover. But he <sighs> started just drawing Spider-Man that way in the pages, and so he had to keep doing it, and it was oh, and he hated it. He hated it so much.
0: Yeah. I don't think the first comic I've ever bought of his it was the first volume of Ultimate Spider-Man. Nice. Yeah, that was my you know, always been X Men, always bought X Men comics whenever me as a kid read comics we'd go to local grocery store here Publix, and i'd pick up an x-men comic always x-men 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 all x-men always x-men um and then when i got older yeah it was like in the 2000s i think it was in high school that's when i got the first volume because i went to the comic store and i was like i read this hush it was great i want something else i want marvel and they were like okay go get they're like what do you like i was like x-men blah 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 they're like okay do this get ultimate x-men volume one and ultimate spider-man volume one And I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. So that was like my first, and I, I like, you know, I've been, I've been into comics, so I knew his origin and all that other good stuff. But I loved how Brian Michael Bendis, uh, just weaved his story, his origin, and obviously it was different from the original, but it was good. It was really good. Um, it it made me like immediately go out. I think there was only like. Forget how many volumes were out at that time, but I ran through them real
1: fast. (laughs) Yeah, the until the the first comic that I ever bought. It's funny you talk about that and (laughs) Ultimate Spider-Man. The first the first comic I actually bought wasn't until I got to Orlando, because I would go like I went to the library and would just read what they had there, because they would have like the the more commercial versions of of the the trades they were they all yeah. look they all seemed to me like strategy guides the way they were all bound like that like those kind of books <laughs> right right the, the first comic <laughs> i bought when i got to to orlando was ultimate spider-man 150 was uh which was the the last one which was the one oh, where, really the one where he died
0: oh wow oh, yeah
1: that... so that was and that was that was uh it was after, yeah. It was it was after it had happened. You know, it was years later, but they uh-huh. had it there, and I thought I just I gotta have this, yeah. and it and you know I would go back later and and I got the I got the trade and I grabbed a couple others, but mm-hmm. that's that was the first comic that I ever actually bought was was the last Ultimate Spider Man.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, that that's a collection that. Man, I wish I had enough money. I would totally buy that collection of Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, it's it's I, amazing. It's my favorite run of of any of Spider-Man or pretty much anything. Um, I, 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 you know, Brian Michael Bendis' run on that is comparable to like Scott Snyder's Batman. Yeah, it's like you know triple the size. Of course, it's 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 a lot of issues, but um, it's definitely like I, I loved that first volume so much. I went out and got the omnibus, like the big. Like, you can only read this sitting at, like, a dining room table kind of
1: book. Oh, that, yeah, goddamn, yeah, those things are, and they've only done one. That's the only one they've of those that they've done.
0: Really? I thought they did two of them.
1: I don't, I, oh, maybe there's been a second one. I'm not sure. One, you, you mean of the Ultimate Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Because they
0: make them for a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh,
1: yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I meant yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of just that. And one, 160, not 150, 160. I knew that wasn't right. Gotcha. And you're right. Yeah. They only made the first volume of it available. Yeah, I would. Because that's it's its own contained story. It's one hundred and sixty issues of of just his story. You don't you don't need all the crossovers like ultimate enemy or ultimate power. You don't you don't really need them.
0: It's not one hundred and sixty issues. It's like twenty five. It's like the first three volumes or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's only sixty three bucks at uh, Barnes and Noble right now. That's not bad. No, because I think I paid like a hundred bucks for it. Yeah. <laughs> like I paid an insane amount of money for it. Um, but I really wanted it. That, that, I, I, it's art. Like I said, it's one of my favorite runs. Um, and it's so good. You can
1: tell they got a lot of the stuff in the movies based off of that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's because that was what that whole book was about. They, mm-hmm. they, they anchored it. It's what's great. That entire book... The entire Ultimate Spider-Man run takes place over the course of one year, right? And that's that to me that blew my hair back when I, when I, I I realized that I was like, oh shit, this is just he's been he's been Spider-Man for a year, right? And and gone through all this and everything. It's it's insane. And,
0: and the crazy thing is when they when they introduce Miles, and how it was such a fresh, like take on. It, it just took, its, it took charge, you know? Um, and it was just like, shit, like this book is so great and it lasted so long and he was going to end it. I think Brian, 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 Michael Bendis was pissed at, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy that killed the, the ultimate universe, um, oh. with ultimatum?
1: Um, oh man, I don't remember, but um, Ultim- cause ultimatum was just such a God awful story yeah yeah people hated it um it was it was terrible i mean not not the idea of like this giant catastrophe that kills a bunch of heroes and whatnot but jeff Lowe. yeah but the execution <clears throat> and and some of the particular points were just like this yeah. this is just stupid and the thing is like
0: i loved the ultimates that's another good collection the ultimates and the ultimates 2 yeah and then it kind of goes crazy and dumb from there it gets
1: it get, yeah three gets a little weird <laughs>
0: yes um and you know i honestly think they should have kept uh, ultimate peter parker dead um because it's like they brought him back and then like for what it just didn't go anywhere
1: yeah it um, was uh, it was this. well because they brought norman osborne back right and i think i think they wanted him to have a
0: happy ending and they're like okay he got a happy ending and then miles is now our guy
1: right yeah and i you know i i was a little bummed on that note, I I was, but I liked how it was. It wasn't the idea of like now there's going to be two Spider Men. He was like, no, you know what, it, dude, you got this. I got my own shit to figure out, so I'm well, gonna
0: go. <laughs> you know, we got we got Spider Man Two
1: coming I, out. Today. I am so ah, oh, I can't wait. It's it's uh, I it's, hope it's I next hope. month, and I can't. Oh, it's next month. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's August because the the Spider Men crossover was amazing. It was mm-hmm. it was fantastic. And they ended it because this was after Ultimate Peter was dead. So for 616 Peter to show up, you know, that freaked everybody the hell out. But it allowed for a lot of really fantastic moments. Mm
0: -hmm. Not,
1: you know, especially an official passing of the torch to Miles. Like, that was a really great way to say, no, no, this this kid's the new Spider-Man now. Like, he's earned it. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. And then, you know, to... When he came back, you know, Peter comes back to the 616 world. And he's like, oh, I wonder who Miles Morales is here. And the shot of just him with the glow of the computer screen and that face that just like, no way. And then mm-hmm. they ended it. I was like, are you <sighs> been, you know, what, five years that that mm-hmm. we've been waiting for this now?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh. I
1: wonder. I wonder who that's going to be. You, you know what? You know
0: what would be interesting If somehow ultimate Peter Parker makes his way
1: into the regular 616 universe, that would be, that'd be weird. Well, I mean, after everything that happened with Secret Wars and yeah, I don't know. Where's he been? (laughs) I don't know. And that's, that, that was another great thing that, that they did in Secret Wars. You know, Miles had the perfect moment. Mm -hmm. He had that moment. I'm hungry. I've got a cheeseburger. You've you've what (laughs) I I got a cheeseburger. It was such a Spider-Man moment and it fit him perfectly. He, he had, Mm -hmm. he had, he clearly owned that role in his own perfectly awkward way. It was, he, he absolutely was Spider-Man. It was just the right kind of different take on it. And so it's, it's been, it's been so much fun to watch this character in both of those universes Cause God knows he's been through so much in the main continuity from Last Hunt to the Other <laughs> to the Gauntlet to just to, one last day. The oh, oh man! To you know, clones and and I I have not been up on this current run, so I don't. I'm not. Uh, I, I I've missed the Dead No More saga, but I, I hear
0: the well. Is it Dead No More? It's I thought it was like worldwide whatever. Uh dead no more. What do you mean?
1: That was when they decided they were gonna redo the clone conspiracy. What was? Oh, it? I like, thought it was
0: called worldwide something.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about with yeah. the
0: with the jackal or whatever. Yeah,
1: it was. Uh, I um, think it started on like issue 19 of this newest one. Gotcha. Like they started it with like. Parker Industries has gone global kind of thing, but it wove its way yes. into a clone conspiracy. Yeah.
0: Right, right. We got to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk more about Spider-Man. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. Uh, we left. We were talking about Spider-Man and uh, some of his current run stuff. Um, Yeah, no, I, I need to catch up on it, too. I know I read the last one, but it was like all the secret... Uh, and secret empire tie-ins yeah um from what i've heard from people who did read it were like it was okay it wasn't bad because it could be like the old clone (laughs) saga bad (laughs) but i hear a lot of people are just excited and ready to get on and get to the next chapter yeah um Which would be interesting, Uh, which, you know, I kind of feel bad because everyone's going to go see Spider-Man right now. They're going to be like, all right, I want to go read Spider-Man right now. And It's going to be this weird tie in to to Secret Empire. It's not going to be like a straight. I I think what they did is they released a Spider-Man comic called Spectacular Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, they yeah, they've they've done another uh, new series. They did relaunch that one. Right. And that was
0: the one that they had up like
1: right up front
0: at the shop where it was like you know, him opening up his shirt and he's got a mustard stain on it. And it was like, here's the Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I think that's what people, when they go into the shop, they'll, they'll pick up. Um, if I, but
1: yeah, if it was up to me, I would just put the first trade from ultimate Spider-Man up front.
0: Oh yeah. That, that was there too. Like they, yeah. they had that, they had the, uh, um, miles Morales one. Um, yeah, that's kind of the weird thing because there's like a volume one for ultimate Spider-Man. and There's a volume one for like, ultimate you know colon oh
1: uh, yeah ultimate spider-man <laughs> yeah when they <laughs> did <laughs> when they did all that rebranding because they rebranded the ultimate comics like three times they did it yeah. after ultimatum and then they did it again after death of spider-man and then they did it again like yeah 20 like after uh united we stand i think and it's, right. yeah it got it got weird it got really weird
0: it did it definitely did But,
1: um, (laughs) but yeah,
0: so, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, it's, that's one thing I would love to go back through is to get the, uh, uh, just to go and dive into, especially the ultimate stuff. That would be something I would love to kind of run through. Um, the, the omnibus is too big though to sit down and, (laughs) can't really enjoy it. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I, I, I would encourage anybody. Like, there's, you know, you've got key issues of, of Amazing Spider-Man that are really great for the character. But, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man is 160 issues, which is not a huge commitment, really. Right. And that's, and it tells a bunch of tremendous stories. And the way even it, even they couldn't escape a clone saga, they had to do one because you just have to they handled it in a tremendous way. And the payoff was, was fantastic the way they buttoned it with, with just that with, it was great to see how they, you know, Nick Fury talking about shield, like, no, no, we built all this to come after you in case you ever went nuts. Right. And he was, he was like, and, and after all of this, can you blame us? And it was yep. it, it, the the lessons in it and the stories. It's 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 fantastic. It really is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, definitely pick that up. You know, start with volume one and just kind of go from there. They're they're all still in print because of how popular it is. So yeah. you know, and if not, then you can get on com- Comixology. There's always sales. There's constant sales on these things, especially digital. Um, Marvel always does a sale, um, and then your local comic shop just you know sometimes they'll do sales where it's like buy a graphic, not buy two graphic novels get one free do that that's what i would do
1: yeah
0: um our local shop does that. that's why i got all these green lantern books the other day i walked in <laughs> they were like hey it's buy two get one free or something i was like oh sh- i guess i gotta get all three <laughs> volumes
1: now <laughs> there you go
0: yeah but um but yeah, man. So let's—I mean, let's—we don't have that much time left. So I guess let's just dive into the movie. So, I guess this, from this point forward, maybe we'll talk a few minutes about the movie, and then we'll get into spoilers. What What did you think of Homecoming?
1: Oh, overall, uh, awesome. It It may be, yeah. I think, my favorite standalone Marvel movie. My favorite like single character movie.
0: Ah, uh-huh. was it your favorite Spider Man movie?
1: <sighs> yes, it's, it's. I think so. It's close point. between that and Amazing Spider Man because Andrew Garfield was fantastic and he yes. and and Emma Stone had had a great on-screen chemistry largely because they had a great off-screen chemistry but right. but it worked and it was the first movie like that to that I believed everybody and mm-hmm. and I did even more so in in Homecoming like nobody yes. to me acted out of character like, when, right. you know, when there were all the awkward moments, I I believed them. They weren't forced, or they weren't quickly resolved. Like, there was just the right amount of awkward. And I, I, I thought, I loved it. I really did. Yeah. It's, you know, they all felt like kids.
0: Real kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stranger Things kids, you know. Like, it felt very like, this is exactly how Spider-Man would be in 2017. Yes. You know, and, and not in a bad way. Like, they weren't like they weren't stereotypes. They weren't, you know, they weren't, it, was, it wasn't like satire millennials. It was like, Oh no, that's, that's how they would sound. And that's how they would act. And, you know, uh, of course he would say uh, penis Parker because yeah. it's dumb. <laughs> and that's how kids are these, you know, that's how kids are. Yeah. They're not original. They're not, you know, they're just, they say stupid shit. And at first I didn't like flash. Uh, Cause I was like, no, he's not big enough. Like he should be a big bully. But then I was like, you know what? Not all bullies are like giant people that pick on people. They're just assholes. Exactly. Um, and and really like all the characters. I mean, this is the first time that we've really seen Peter have a group of friends.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. To me, at least, in a film, like he's had a few friends or whatnot, but especially like I, I mean, his I call him Genki just because he's straight up. He Genki. is.
1: Like he is. Yeah.
0: He is. But Ned, um, was oh man he i i loved his character He you know he had the star wars legos he was a big nerd you know (laughs) he was just he was you know my one of my favorite scenes from the film where he talks about he's like can i be the 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 guy in the chair that's what i want to be and and then later you know we're getting into some spoilers here we should say i i guess um we only got a few minutes left we love the film you should go see it Uh, i agree with you logan this is my favorite spider-man film and i think it is my favorite marvel film that they've done standalone um that being said let's let's because we can't really talk about what happened in the film without actually spoiling it so do what you gotta do hopefully you've seen it by now um but uh yes i'm with you the the scene where he's spinning around in the chair and he's like i'm i'm the guy in the chair you know (laughs) that i could see that in a panel yeah what i mean yeah totally oh yeah yeah, I could see that in a panel, and it, you know, I it was very, you know, um, what uh, like John Hughes, yeah, you know, uh, um, without being too like,
1: I know that they showed like the like they legit showed the Ferris Bueller scene, <laughs> and I in part, the movie, yeah, you know, part of me hated that because it was like he just got done doing it, and now they're gonna show it, and I, you know, I part of me really hated that, but part of me really right. loved it. So it kind of comes out a wash for me. Cause I was like, that's man, just let people get the joke. But then I thought, I'm... ah, you know what? The way that it's done. Okay. Fair enough. Like, it didn't take me too much out of it. No, and
0: I thought it no. was done just right. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: I, I thought it was
0: great. You know, um, you know, I, this had the best villain that I've seen in a Marvel film. I think yes. Loki is right up there with him. But you, you actually, you know, he has a reason to do what he's doing. And, you know, at the beginning you, you feel for him. You're like, fuck, he is just like everybody else who is is getting fucked over. And, you know, I I love that. That's what this film was all about. Like it was weird in a way because they were both kind of the same. They both had this suit thing that they didn't really comprehend. Um, And they were you know it, it was weird in a way how similar they were and you know he points that out he's like you and me they don't care about us yeah they, you know we we pick up the scraps and that's what he was doing with tony stark he's picking up the scraps literally um, yeah literally and and you know he uh and i thought you know the the vulture had just a great point of like you know just you know someone's going to profit off this like this is exactly what tony's i'm doing some same thing tony stark did i'm profiting off the weapons and you know i i loved it to to Spider-Man. it was like no but you you're still wrong you're wrong for what you're doing like i get why this is happening but you're wrong um and i i love it made him a character and it made it made the stakes it gave the movie stakes yes it made me care about not only what's going to happen to Peter, but what is going to happen to to this Vulture character, what his family. And, and and that was another thing we'll touch on.
1: But I didn't see that coming at all. Best left turn I have seen in a very long time.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't ever expect them anymore with these films because me and you, we see we we know comics and it, not trying to sound, you know, uh, whatever but when we see them it's rare that there's a surprise or a left turn and that was a huge left turn and i won't even say it because i don't want to spoil it but but just but but that was fun and 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 it was like oh shit man something happened that i did not expect and
1: yeah and so so well written that whole sequence of like build up build up build up and then the 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 poetry in that what is what is you know break that down from a teenager's perspective what is Mm -hmm. one of the most terrifying things that's ever going to happen to you and and you know when you see the movie you're like oh i get it he's a little nervous he's apprehensive and then that becomes absolute terror because of who he meets not just not just as that character but as that particular relationship to Mm -hmm. a different character it was that that was the level that i thought that's perfect that's... And it made you wonder, like, you know,
0: oh, shit. And you're, if you were in his shoes, would you do the same thing? Like, yeah. you have a, you know, it made you go, well, what's the smart thing to do here? And Spider-Man, of course, Peter Parker does the right thing, not necessarily what would be the easiest for him. Um, and I thought that was perfect. You know, there's a line that he says in the film, and I think it's straight from Civil War, where he says, when you can do things that I can, but you don't, and then bad things happen, they ha- they happen because of you. Yeah. And it, it was great. Like, the, the scene um, with, the, with the corner store, you know, I think was so important to the film. Yes. Because I've never been in New York City, but to me, that scene felt so real that I imagine that people who live in New York City or live in a big city, they know those local corner stores. They know the people there, they know the cat's name. Uh, and it was like a family to them. And and he realized that him fucking around across the street with the people robbing the bank, it had some severe, um, you know, consequences from it. And so uh, I thought that was important. And then later on when, you know, he has that scene with Donald Glover, which so can we talk good. about that? So good. Um, so one of my favorite scenes of the whole film. And, he, and he, you know, they argue about what, what deli is the best because bread is important to him which is... and that to me just felt
1: like there's there's some humanity in this picture yes you know yes that's such yeah that is such a new york thing it's yeah it, to just you know no man this belly's fat nah they ain't got too much bread i like bread like just... right, right yeah
0: exactly and that's that's how it comes off in the comic that like he is as he is a citizen of queens you yeah. know what i mean um and 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 spoiler alert for for you know that was the Prowler and he's like look dude he's like I wasn't trying to go there and buy I, my favorite one of his lines are he's like I'm not trying to send him back in time, um <laughs> but where we're, he's he's like I have a nephew that lives in the, this 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 city too so, the, this, oh, this, this what just, do you call it the block or whatever yeah I got a and, nephew that
1: to lives here man like I just oh, oh come yeah. on are you kidding me.
0: Oh, you know that's coming. He, I think he'll be in the sequel uh, in some capacity, um, maybe referenced again or something. But yeah, uh, you know that there. That I hope. I know. I know. Peter Parker is in the, um, you know, the mixed universe, and the other characters aren't really. I hope Miles Morales is in the mixed universe as well. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, because apparently, like Venom and all of them are, are technically tied to it but we are not expected to see them mix up with the uh, the mcu but they're technically still in that universe i hope that miles is an exception and that he is mixed in and you know i think what they're doing is they are setting a road to go down so you know when was it tom holland does want to you know hang up the tights that he has uh you know we'll have miles yeah um which is smart smart to, to lay all that that foundation down now and i love that it was donald glover in it um yeah that's great and, and
1: what did you think of mj i thought she was great i, I did too and i loved how at the end because like, i this was one of the few movies that i've seen with a crowd lately i went on a, mm-hmm. i went on saturday right after comic-con i went from yeah. comic-con to go see spider man was a perfect day i loved it, it was great mm-hmm. uh except i had to work that night which sucked but you know So, but like in the crowd, like when, you know, when you have that left turn, everybody in there, you know, and I mean, for this theater, I mean, there were 50 people in there, which Mm -hmm. may not seem like a lot, but for this place, it was packed. That's, I mean, that's a crowd around here. Every one of them was like, oh shit, no way. And then at the end, when she was like, yeah, my friends call me MJ, you could hear a couple people were like, wait a minute, timeout. What? Right,
0: What's... right. They're like, wait a second. Where's her red hair? You know. Right.
1: But uh, or the but, or, but yeah, or the right name. But you know, that's right. I, right. I think. Well, I
0: thought it, I thought it was a cool twist on it because when she said Michelle, no, or yeah, Michelle. Yeah. She says it early in the film when when they're at DC. That's when I caught on. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh shit! I bet she, I bet her middle name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because I didn't recognize the other character's name, his love interest. I think her name was Liz or something in this.
1: Well, she's, Um, I think they, I think they kind of invented her for the film. No, no, she's, she's from the comics, apparently from like the 12th issue. No, there was, I mean, there was a Liz in the comics, but she wasn't, she wasn't his daughter. Correct. But her character is from the comics. Okay. So they, Um, they, they changed her. Liz Allen, I think.
0: is Yeah. Liz Allen.
1: Yeah, right. her I remember. Yeah, so they okay. So yeah, they they tweaked her character a little. Okay. Right,
0: fair enough. Fair exactly. Yeah, and I thought I thought it all fit very well. Yeah. Um, for with, sure. with what they were doing. Um, we don't have man. We should. Ooh, I shouldn't have talked too much about other stuff. We didn't have <laughs> enough time. Uh well I will tell you what, we'll come back to Spider Man next week because I'm sure a lot of people are still haven't seen it yet, and I hope we didn't get too spoilery for you. It was a great film. Go see it. Um, again, we are, we geek podcast. I'm Adam. This is Logan. Go to our, um, go to our, uh, iTunes, make sure you like, and subscribe and, 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 uh, and put up a review for us. Go to our Facebook, same thing, our Twitter at, uh, we geek podcast at the Logan Wit at Adam Eastep. We are here 9 PM on uh, Wednesdays on the NFM Eastern um, Eastern time. Uh, and we'll be back next week. We'll see you then. Uh, captain, captain, back.